Blog Talk Radio. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows more isn't always better. Unless we're talking about full-size vans. These beasts do more than get you from A to B. They have so much space a man can live in it. With shag carpeting, water bed, and a sweet lava lamp, these mobile abodes have all the comforts of home. With quality parts and plenty of Napa know-how, you can keep the original tiny house running longer, stronger. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, and thanks for tuning in to Relationship Wednesdays. I'm Dr. Nefertiti Noel. And I'm Dr. Noel. And for the new guys tuning in, um, I, I run a full-service private practice. We do everything from uh, public speaking to organizational work, individual therapy, group therapy, and medication management. And my background here is in corporate America, and I focus on resume consults and career counseling and life coaching. Absolutely. Um, For those of you that joined us all through last year and a couple years before that, thanks so much for for tuning back in to us this year. Um, We played some of our best of at the end of the year, finished kind of strong with with the show that you all showed a lot of interest in in 2014. So in 2015, we really want to bring you some fresh, exciting information about relationships and get into some of the nuances that, that face our relationships today in our digital world, our virtual world, and the dating world that's so different than maybe even it was five, ten years ago. Absolutely. Um, and so tonight we really want to talk to you about reality versus fantasy. And one of the big things I want people to do in, in 2015, and, and it, I know that it's just a calendar year change, but there's so many people that start off um, this as a new part of their life. We draw a line in the sand, and people kind of start moving fresh. So what I want you to focus on for this quarter is really what's the reality of your relationship? What's really going on? You know, first of all, let me give you a couple numbers. One number is to call in today to ask any questions. So if you want to call today to ask a couple numbers, 323-693-3835. Again, 323-693-3835. And we invite you to ask any questions that you have and give us comments about kind of what's going on for, for you. But if what we're talking about today resonates with you, it hits you, you go, oh, no, wait a minute, that's me. And you need more than just this impactful conversation. You need a little bit of one-on-one time, some couch time. Then look us up on our website, www.noelandassociates.com, and Noel is N-O-W-E-L-L, so www.noelandassociates.com. So tonight we're going to talk reality versus fantasy. What, what are you telling yourself about your relationship? So let me tell you why reality versus fantasy is important. Sometimes you can be in a relationship and you can be having one relationship and the other person is having a different kind of relationship. Yes. And that's how so many people come to me and say, Dr. Noah, I didn't know he or she was cheating. I didn't see any signs of it. Or I get ladies that say to me, I've been in a relationship with this guy maybe five years. I've never been to his house. I've never met his family. We've never gone on dates. All we do is have sex. I thought we were moving to marriage, and then he basically announces he's marrying somebody else. (laughs) I have men that tell me, listen, um, I thought we were in, in, I thought everything was surface, and now she's looking for commitment, and I never agreed to have commitment. Right. And most of that is because, one party is living in a fantasy about the relationship, and one party is living in a reality about the relationship, and their reality and, and the other person's fantasy are not the same. 
you know, and a lot of that can happen because of lack of communication. Because sometimes someone can be um, fearful of having that true and honest communication because they don't want to know the answer. You know, they really don't want to know that this relationship is really just physical or it's really just superficial and it's not that moving toward marriage or really not that serious, and they don't really want to know that information. It's better the way they play it out in their mind that they are in this uh, love affair that is headed toward marriage, and they don't really have, want to have that true, honest communication with one another. So that could be the cause. Another way this happens to people is we don't talk as much as we used to. Yes. Everything, a lot of things, not everything, but a lot of our relationships could be done, they're done over the phone. Right. They're done via text message. They're done via Facebook. Then people go out to movies, dinner, text each other, and they feel like, oh, you know, we had a date. We had a, we had a real relationship, and that's not what's going on. Uh, but another thing that people do, and this is just kind of setting you up for why, why, are there, why are a lot of people unhappy in their relationships? Why are there a lot of people that sit down and one person thinks something's going on when nothing's, when nothing's really going on? Another thing that's happening is a lot of people don't full-on rejection, so they lie to themselves. They ignore signs. They say, you know, it's okay because he doesn't mean anything to me either. Right. They make stupid agreements, and let me tell. And I hate to use, I hate to be so blunt, like stupid agreements. But those ladies, so many women have come to me saying we were just having sex with each other, and I promised him that it wouldn't get emotional, and now I have feelings. Why would you even make that agreement? That's that's right, exactly. That's not an agreement you should make, or really, because you know it's not realistic. That's not realistic. That's not how humans are made up. So you're setting yourself up for hurt and uh, um, a tough relationship situation. So people make these decisions, they agree to them, commit to them, and then you can't keep it up. Here's another thing people do, lie. They lie to each other all the time. No, I'm not needy. No, I don't need a bunch of time. No, I don't have to go on a bunch of dates. I'm not that kind of a girl. Mm -hmm. You can treat me like like I'm not first, and that's okay because I have my own life going on, and you're not. I mean, really, ladies, you went for that? Seriously, don't. No, that's not going to work because then when he, hey, you know what, this is what you said. I'm going to treat you like you told me. Then your feelings are getting hurt. Well, wait a minute. That's a conversation that we did have, okay, and I took you at your word. Now I'm treating you like that, but now you're upset because of that. Here's another thing that people do, and, and let me tell you another lie that people tell. It's kind of one of those, I'm sorry I did this to you, but if I told you the truth about what was going on, you would not have stayed with me live. Mm, okay. You got kids, and you don't tell somebody the month three. So they, they're thinking this is going to be a long-term relationship. We could go places together, and then they tell you, listen, I, I didn't know how to tell you this at first, but I have children. Ooh. Or you have an STD. Mm. Or you have horrible credit, and you can't buy a gumball. Or... Um, you told them you were a professional, but really you're not. Or, um, hey, I lied about my name because I'm married, but we don't live together anymore. And so one of you all is thinking, I know everything about the other person, and the other person is willfully withholding information for, quote, unquote, fingers in the air, good reason. Right. Really for the purpose of really deceiving that person so the person would build their relationship based on who you're saying you are when you're really not that person. So eventually you know it's going to fall apart. So guess what? You have to continue to lie, to lie, or misrepresent, and continue to misrepresent, and dig deeper and deeper into the hole and allow feelings to be created when it's really based on a farce. Well, a lot of times the truth comes out anyway. Oh, well, it's going to come out. But it becomes more hurtful. Um, feelings are being built up. Time is being spent. Uh, emotions are being invested. Or something that's not real. 
Here's another thing that people do in relationships. You don't actually fall in love with the guy you're with or the girl you're with. You fall in love with their family and what they have to offer. Unless, you know, we have more and more people that are, are coming from uh, blended families, split families, adopted families. So you're making up in your mind that I need this person to bring to the table a, a, a clan for me to be a part of. And sometimes you can, you can over-like the family and not really like the guy that much. That's tough. That's a really tough situation. So he might be nice. Let's say he's nice and you can deal with it. Right. But you really enjoy his mom and if she has Sunday dinners, that's a whole lot of fun. Right. You never really had it from your standpoint from a family situation. You want to be a part of it. You yearn for that. But you really don't love the guy. Or maybe you fell in love with, with the girl. A lot of guys find this. You can't get the job you really want, but that girl's making a, a nice amount of money. Mm, okay. She's not bad to look at. She can cook a little bit. I can make it work. And if you date her, you can get the car you really want. Right, right. Or you can live in that neighborhood you want to drive. Or you could get that status because together you all make a six-figure income. Mm. So you get with her. And then when she starts saying she needs time, commitment, intimacy, you get angry. So I really feel like, well, because you really don't want to be with her that much. You just want to have the benefits of her being around or whatever she brings to the table. But nobody can say, boo, I'm with you just for the money. That's all TV. When you see that, when she's <laughs> go. You, I'm getting this and you're getting that, and that's why we're together. People don't really do that to each other. You can't tell a woman, I'm only with you because you're a lawyer and I like the income you bring to the table, but I don't really want to be seen with you during the daytime hours. No, that's not That's probably not going to fly. Right. So these are some of the ways that people start off in, in fantasy relationships. Yeah. A couple I, w- I wanted to bring up here um, about this, when someone is fantasy versus reality, when they're looking at relationships. So someone who is really realistic about a relationship, you know, they're going to be, this is uh, honest about the relationship, they're going to be going to a relationship with their eyes open and as well as laying their cards out on the table about who they are, what they're about, what they're looking for from the relationship. They're going to be open and honest about it, right, versus someone who's, I'm not going to share a lot of information, but guess what? I'm going to jump right into sex, build some kind of connection without really having any kind of communication. Now, what's that called? That one is more idealistic. So someone who's not really into the fantasy, I'm going to make a, a connection with somebody just based on sex without any kind of a communication or any kind of communication about the relationship or going any information too much about who I am or the person I am. I'm going to build this fantasy bond with somebody just based on sex, okay? That's something who's someone who's jumping a gun. That's kind of living in the fantasy. You, you're, you're stepping over uh, the relationship Stepping over steps one, two, three, you're jumping over to D and E during down the, the learning curve from a relationship standpoint. Okay, okay. I'm, I wouldn't normally call that idealistic, but I guess what it's saying is that that person just sort of makes the relationship what they want it to be. They set the ideal for it. That's correct. That's okay. Correct. Okay. And this is coming from from EzineArticles.com, an article about um, relationships and uh, your relationship based on reality and fantasy. Now, let's talk a little bit about how to base a relationship in reality. Um, a realistic person goes into a relationship with their eyes open. Let me explain that. Let's talk about that. Dr. Noel, what does that mean? Because I thought I got into my relationship with this snowflake and my eyes were open. I always tell this to couples. Before you commit to somebody fully, do some field research. What does going in with eyes wide open mean? Meet the family, meet the friends. Have conversations before you get between the legs. Have a conversation because once once sexuality comes into it, then people 
they don't start thinking. They stop thinking, and all they can think about is, wow, that was good. I have, I've been pleasure, and it muddies the water. So get to know the person. Have conversations with them. Find out if you guys are matched up the way you think about things, where your goals are going, what you have going on next. If you can tolerate the way they look, the way they smell, the way they dress, the way they act, that's going in with your eyes open. Right, because then if you jump in again, when you jump to sex, those feelings are strictly based on your body's emotional reaction to this, okay, to, to the physical re- interaction that you have to have it, not really based on the person, what their goals are, what their dreams are, who that person is as a person. It's just based on the physical enjoyment that you're getting from it, mm-hmm. and that's not that's, that's not going to last. Another way to go in with your eyes wide open is um, seeing and looking at actions and not just listening to words. Mm-hmm. So if somebody says to you, and this this has been a pet peeve of mine, I'll call you right back, and then they hang up, and right back meant three days, four days, five days, six hours, eight hours, nine hours. Do the words match up with the intensity that you think the relationship should have? Does the action match, match the words? Another thing is a realistic person lays the cards on the table and gets down to the details of what the relationship is going to be. In the very beginning, at least I can say this for us, Darren was very clear about what he was looking for out of our relationship. Yeah. I wasn't guessing. I, I didn't have to say, I don't know if he wants this or if he wants that. He was real clear. I'm not looking to just date. I want to get married one day, and I want, like, soon, like, not, you know, in 20 years. Like, <laughs> right. He came right in like, bam, that's what I'm looking for. And then I had an opportunity to say, well, I basically can't read into the future, and, and that's kind of what I said. I don't know the future. I can't tell you tomorrow that we're going to get married, but I can tell you that I'll date you until I don't think that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, so laying the cards on the table. Why are you smiling? No, that's absolutely. Laying the cards on the table. Telling the truth about things. One of the cards is a lot of people get into relationships, and a lot of folks say, why are you bringing up past relationships? I don't want to talk about my last relationship. Let's focus on us. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. If a person not over-talks about their last relationship, but you ought to be able to ask some details, like, for example, oh, what happened to your last girlfriend? Why did you guys break up? They should be able to openly have that conversation because there are some clues, right? You know, behavior patterns, there are clues, the least clues. I'll say, oh, okay, you have communication problems or, um, you know, you didn't have you had trust issues, Okay. That's something to watch out for and say, you know what, have I gotten over that? Have I right. adjusted or corrected my behavior? He beat people up. I had This is so funny. I had a guy say to me, look, it's not like I'm an ax murderer or anything, but, you know, a girl accused me of physically attacking her, okay? No need to eat the croutons. Right. I didn't even have to eat right. my soup. I didn't have to eat no croutons. I was like, <laughs> check. yeah, check, please. Now, some people might not care about that. You decide what your what your bare-bottom things are that you can deal with and not deal with, and then you take it from there. Yep. One thing, when you're realistic about your relationship and not a fantasy, you realize you can have the ability to speak your mind, state your opinion, and on different topics that could be controversial, you know, and you feel comfortable doing that, and you're not hiding who you are, Absolutely. okay, trying to be someone you're not so this person likes you, mm-hmm. okay? That, you know, how long can you keep that charade up? You know what I mean? This person is, is very into politics, like to discuss it, and you're really not into that, but you pretend like you are, mm-hmm. okay? But that's not really – you have no interest in that. You really don't talk about it at all. But I'm going to put it aside on that that's really one of my passions in life as well. And let me say something. That may not feel like a big deal now, but let's, let's say you, you get with somebody, and in your 20s, this stuff, if, he, if he's 
emotional about politics is no big deal. If she's not, it's no big deal. But one day, when you can't fill the gap with just sex or intimacy or fun with another couple, and you actually have to have conversations, push yourself out to 30, 35, 40. If you can't talk to somebody, right. the relationship just really doesn't work. No, it's going to be it frustrating. It just really doesn't work. It's going to be frustrating. And then these are just some guidelines about what reality is, you know. Another thing reality is is not, not making one thing into, like, a huge thing. So, in other words, if a guy sends you, let's say, flowers, don't say that now I know he's in love with me because he sent me flowers and now I know that we're going to spend the rest of our lives together. I'll never be alone again. Don't turn something like flowers. Right. Hey, I thought about you, Elijah. Valentine's Day, we're dating right now. I'm sending you some flowers, mm-hmm. okay? But that's it. Mm-hmm. Let's not make too big of a deal out of it, okay? That's a great point. Don't jump to conclusions. Did he say that he loved you, okay? Hey, great meeting you. Had a great time last night. Here's some flowers. That doesn't mean that I love you. Doesn't mean I want to marry you. Don't doesn't mean you're going to be my mama. Right. I mean, hey, I had a great time with you last night. Here's some flowers. Because some people overthink it. I know people that every guy they get with, they think, you know what, I know this is the one I'm going to marry. Right. I can just tell. Mm. By the way, dinner went. We're on We're on date two, and you're picking out dresses. Don't jump the gun, folks. But, Don't guys, you're on date two, and you're saying, I want to see my kids call them her mama, or should they call her Susie? You know, mm. that we're not there far enough yet. No, we're, we're not, not far there. enough we're yet. Not there. So we talked about realism, and again, being realistic, some of this stuff is up to you, what you think real is, but it's actually looking at the facts and drawing conclusions from data and not just what you hope it to be. Um, idealism, Darren talked about that. That's the couple where before they even get to know each other, they're already having sex. Day four, they're already saying, I love you, before they even know each other. Hey, this is kismet. When I saw you across the room, I knew you were the one. Right. He's like, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. We, we're having a good time. You know, I like you. You like me. I'm getting to know you. You're getting to know me. Well, guess what? We've only been dating for, for four months or been dating for six months. Okay? Now, we maybe take it to the next level. Why don't you come to my church? I can go to your church. Let's start to uh, spend a little more time together. I'll start sharing some more of your hobbies. If you're in some activity, I can go support you some of some of those activities. We're ready to take it to the next level. But not, we're not talking marriage yet, okay? We're not going to jump for that. What are some more examples of reality versus fantasy? Okay. That, that. So you already mentioned some. I love you too quickly. Um, I think idealistically, some people have a fantasy that relationships never have problems, okay? So they, can, they get flustered when there is a problem in a relationship. If there's any kind of uh, disagreement that means the relationship is totally over. They have the idea in their mind that no matter that relationships don't people don't have arguments, so people don't have disagreements. So that's a fantasy. That is a fantasy. That is a fantasy. Because guess what? Every relationship is going to be you bring two people together. People have different backgrounds. They're going to have different values in some or some areas. But guess what? So there's going to be some disagreements. That's that's part of it. But guess what? You're going to have to try and work it out. Okay. So let me let me tell you what that what that fantasy looks like in the therapy room. Doctor, well, loving somebody shouldn't be this hard. If he really loved me, if I really loved him, we wouldn't have to fight. It would never be any argument. Totally wrong. That's a fantasy. That is a fantasy. And now I know people that say to me, Doctor, well, you know, my mom and dad, they never argue. That's a lie. They argue at some point. They, you just don't know about it. Right. Well, they did a good job keeping it in front of you. Say, okay, I'm not going to argue in front of the children, mm-hmm. right? Well, guess what? They had some disagreement. They had some arguments. And if they didn't argue, because that's possibly – a couple somewhere on the planet that has never argued. Right. Um, that's an anomaly. That's right. 
That is not that is not the regular because not that you have to physically have an argument, but with two human beings with two fully functioning brains, there's going to be a difference of opinion about something. And it takes work. So I mean, the idea that relationship is not going to take work is because and even if you are love, okay, he loves me and, and uh, she loves him. Guess what? It's still going to take work to make a relationship work. Because he's still going to have stresses outside of a relationship that can come into relationship, but sometimes, okay, dealing with different pressures in relationships. And guess what? You're going to have it could be some disagreements. But just so just because you love one another, and so you're at a at a state where you do love one another, and you do talk, are talking about marriage, and even if you are, are married, guess what? There still can be disagreements and arguments, but doesn't mean that the relationship is over. It's something that you guess what? With two different people, we have to try to figure out and work it out and make it happen. Make work okay. A couple of things I want to talk about, Doc. Unless you want to continue on this one, I got a couple of things I want to share about different types of love or fantasy love that's out. You know, can we just go back to, yeah, the, go ahead, to go ahead. the reality person versus idealistic? And I think they're using the idealistic as the fantasy person. Yes. Um, they cried because their dream relationship didn't work out, and then they find another person. They try to repeat the dream again, and it doesn't work out again. And they can do that five, ten, fifteen, twenty times. They can do that. This is the girl that starts dating in high school, she dates five or ten boys, it doesn't work out, dates another four or five in college, mm. can't find the right one because she's not yet realized that there is not going to be a Cinderella Prince Charming. You can come close, but it's not going to always be that. Um, a, a person that lives in a fantasy will also blame other people for causing a problem but never look at themselves. And some of the stuff people just see if you fit it. Now, you're all alone when you listen to the show. You can do this on your drive into work. You don't have to. I'm not saying to sit in front of your partner and say, listen, I think I blame other people for everything. <laughs> you know, it's, it's about you realizing what you do. Um, another a fantasy person is usually they can be kicked in the face by reality and still not wake up. So they can catch their partner in five lives, 15 lives, 20 lives, and say, I know he lied about having kids. He lied about being married. He lied about leaving his wife. He lied about his job but you didn't see him look at me when he first met me and the way he said he cared about me. Mm. You know, that's a fantasy like, person. Please, wake up. Understand who this person is. They're showing you by their actions who they are, regardless of what they say and what you Their actions are really telling you who they are and how they feel about you. So if you find yourself that you do some of these things, look at how that could possibly be affecting having a genuine relationship where two people can really love each other and actually be adults about their relationship. Okay, go a little bit more into that. You know, and this crosses over into lots of relationships. So I'm just saying, look at these things, and if you fall into any of these categories, ask yourself, wait a minute, did I get involved with my partner sexually too soon? Okay. Did I lie to myself about what I saw? Did I get facts in my face and then just make excuses for them because I wanted to be in love so bad? I didn't want to be alone. I didn't want to be rejected. Look at some of those things to see if you're in a fantasy or not. Sometimes you can just get so excited about being in a relationship and realize, you know what, this is, you know, oh, I just want to be in a relationship, but it's really, this guy is really not at the level of relationship that you think you are, but you want to be, oh, I'm engaged. He hasn't given you any ring. He hasn't even asked you to marry him. But, oh, this is my fiance. But, you know, there's yeah. another fantasy relationship where you are engaged for 15 years. Like, I also that's know that's people great. that they one. got engaged five years ago, 10 years ago, three babies later. Right. This is my fiance. And it's still no solid date. 
No solid You may even have a ring. I mean, sometimes people propose and they give a ring, and then two years later you're not married. Three years later you're not married. Four years later you're not married. And there's always a reason why we want to get money together. We're trying to get our money together. I'm trying to get my education together. I'm trying to get my school together. Meanwhile, you're having babies. I'll say they can even be children of us. They can be buying houses. Right. They can be buying houses together. And talking about we're engaged. What? Right. And we're, we're getting married. But right. we already have kids. I mean, right. Well, so that's on? another fantasy. And a lot that's of times fantasy. people do that engagement to just shut other people up about when they're going to be together or to falsely secure a relationship. Let me tell you, ladies, a lot of guys will get engaged with you to falsely secure the relationship to shut you down from asking, you know, I thought we were going to get married. And then there's always a reason that you can't get married. And then sometimes they're so good at it that they convince you that you don't really want to be married because they tried to marry you last year on New Year's Eve at the last minute, and you didn't get a dress and you weren't ready, so you didn't want it. You didn't want it. Your mama was in the hospital. Uh, get, go out and go to surgery. Once get married today, what is that? You be my mama. Well, you don't really want to get married. Right. Or let's elope, but they know you want to have everybody there. You know, and so I want to say, ladies, that once you get engaged, if you get engaged and do not have a date for within a year at the most, mm-hmm. a year and a half, you're having a fantasy. This is Fantasy Island. That, that's a great one. That is a great this one. This is Fantasy Island. And if they say something like, oh, here's another good one, they get engaged right before they commit themselves to the military for two to four years. <laughs> so they're going to get deployed. <laughs> And you don't want to get married. Wow. You know, or they joining, listen, I'm joining the Secret Service. I'm, I might disappear for a while. And these are all lies I've heard people tell. Wow. You know, so all of that's fantasy. You're living on Fantasy Island with a six-year out date. We're going to get married in 2020. And I, do you know, I know people that say to me, Dr. No, I can't engage, but we're, only, we're going to get engaged in 2020. They took you off the market for five years? Five years. By the time you get married, you are old news even to anybody else? Could have gone to college. And then they had moved on and got a chick that had a plan for her life and told you they've outgrown you. How many times have I seen that on the sofa? So, ladies, do not fool yourself. Guys, let me tell you another thing that some women will do, vice versa. Get engaged to you. Have you paying bills for kids that are not yours? Mm. That's fine if that's what you want to do. But they can't seem to marry you because, you know what, I didn't like the way you talked to Junior. Um, you, you can't just be stepping in our family and doing that. Meanwhile, Bobo, can you take any gas in my car? Right. Bobo, I need my rent paid. Bobo, my mama needs some shoes. Bobo, I need you to save me this, that, this, that, this, that, this, that. But no no real commitment from her on a specific date because she's just overwhelmed with life right now. Maybe we'll figure out how to do that at a later date. You see, if you don't act right, then how can I ever not to commit myself to you? Wow. And so that's fantastic. Now, let me ask you this. Now, sometimes they will say in that situation we talked about last time, the woman is marrying the guy in that situation. Okay, we're getting married, but guess what? I have bringing children into the relationship, but you have no input on my children. Okay. You you can't do discipline on my children. You can pay their bills, okay, but you can't discipline them. You can't give them no direction, okay, because these are my kids, even though it's our money supporting them, your money, sir, but you can't give any direction. Okay, wait a minute. I thought we were married coming together as a family. I'm, I'm only half. Well, welcome to Fantasy Island. That's fantasy. That's Fantasy Island because um, if, if, if either party would take your income but not your input, then you shouldn't give them your income. There you go. Income without input is a no-go. That's a no-go. Because the reality of it is, and and this is so interesting with blended families, because we do have to talk about, 
you know, and that's another show for another time. How do you discipline? How do you have authority if it's a blended family? Yes. So, you know, maybe I'll table that for later, but let yes. me just say that's part of Fantasy Island. But there's, we've only got a couple minutes left. You had some things to go through. Yeah, real quick, there's four different types of fantasy love. You know, I mean, there's seasonal love. You know, you can meet someone on vacation, uh, summer break, spring break. Oh, I found this person, you know, we spent the summer together, we're in love. But guess what? It's just for that one season. Okay, it's not a realistic love. It's just a hyped-up thing just for that one particular time. It don't turn into real love. It's just a seasonal love. Then you have situational love, okay? Y'all dating because why? You happen to be working together, so we spend all the time together. You work on a project together for six months. You get tight. You start dating. But as soon as that project's over, I really, you know, I was dating with you because I was going to be here. I was out of town. I had to be in the city for six months, but now I'm going back home. I'm not planning on calling you again. It was just a situational love situation. Sometimes it's physical-only love. Hey, this is just about the physical, okay? We're just fooling around. I have no intention of having any kind of relationship with you other than a physical relationship. We're hooking up for uh, booty calls and stuff like that, but, but that's it. Don't call me other than the time we're setting up to hook up again, okay? Don't be fooled by these. This is real type of love. These are just specific types of love. This is not real love. Talk about seasonal love, situational love, physical love. The last we're talking about is flirting only love. You know, sometimes you you at work, someone give hugs to all the time. Hey, my hugging buddies. Someone you whistling ahead. You looking good today, girl. A hugging buddy. Hugging looking good, dude. But you're just flirting. It's your work wife. It's your work wife. But you're just flirting. And then you might try and step that to the next level. Like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I'm just flirting with you. We ain't really going to do nothing. Right. But in your mind, you go, hey, this girl really cares about me. We're tight. We're about to kick this off. But he or she is just flirting with you, and that's it. And this happens a lot around Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. You know, when you give everybody at work like a, like a Hershey bar, and the guy's like, I'll never forget that, Susan's not playing. Right. And you think, oh, she gave it to me. Oh, she really loves me. Mm-hmm. But she gave it to everybody. Mm-hmm. And then here, one of the things about work love, I think we put that under situation where love or hurting yeah. love only is, it, it can be so intense. You The work relationship. People see each other 40 hours a week. So their entertainment is each other. Yes. And let me stress the word entertainment. That's it. It's not going to be real because, number one, you don't even know Billy like that. No. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.